I once witnessed a argument in public because a guy brought his full-ass gaming laptop, uh, not gaming laptop, desktop, to the coffee shop to play Diablo 3. It was, like, getting in way too into it, and the coffee shop got really busy. And I asked him to leave, and he had a heated gaming moment screaming at them. It was so good to behold. That sounds like the worst scenario to witness. <laughs> it, that no, sounds I mean, like... It, it It is, on one hand, nightmarish, but on the other hand, it was extremely funny to watch a heated gaming moment go down. I'm looking through, as a person who makes incredibly good decisions, I'm looking through the Steam review page... And just searching for on Battletech and searching for the word gender. <laughs> oh man, you are currently mid warp of your brain. Holy shit, this one's bad. Holy hell, I found one that is just completely off its rocker. I want to major in that in college and looking up Steam reviews with the word gender. That's all. That's look, all I want. This fucking review doesn't even say anything other. Look, I'll show you. Well, we should save this for our bit where we go to the salt mines. But like, look I, at this. Look at this fucking review. That is among the most exhausting reviews I ever did see. Exactly. It goes so in depth into the nuances of the game. Anyway, do you guys want to just get started? I'm ready. I've been ready. I, I'm ready. I am full of drugs and power. Drugs of power. Drugs and power. Alright. Hello everyone, and welcome to Video Games Are the Worst Thing on Earth. I am your host, Alton. With me, as always, is Reese. Yo, what up? And I'm to- here, talking. <laughs> I'm talking over Alton. I'm not done yet with my <laughs> intro. Okay, now I'm done. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Reese. And today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Roxanne. Thank you for joining us. Hey, friends. It's Roxanne. Yeah, she just woke up, so we're going to have... A, we're... No, you're going to get some really good energy. You're going to get some fucking premium choir teacher level energy. This, this I can't is take the take it. level. This is going to be a pure uncut take from Roxanne. Just 90 minutes pure of pure take. take. Raw. Exactly. Raw take. Yeah, right, the rest of the episode. real shit. That the government doesn't want you to know about. Listen here, folks. They're putting... They're I don't putting? know where that joke was going to go, but it probably was just going to you know, reference those, that fucking frog vine. Because, again, the chemicals in the water vine is the funniest joke. There's been no better joke since then. That's The thing that makes it a good joke, though, is the fact that he's sincere. Or at least pretends to be sincere. What is this joke? This is the Alex Jones joke where they're putting chemicals in the water to make the freaking frogs gay. I remember this now. Yeah. There are so many good Alex Jones moments. It's it to me everything is drowned out by him screaming goblins. Goblins. That's really that was a real turning point in my uh ideological education. Caught him in bed with a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> Worse. Oh, anyway, God. We have a bunch of really great things to talk to you about today. Uh, before, go- before we get to those, can I bring up one thing? What's up? My tongue is fucking shredded from those Sour Patch Kids still. Oh and my God. I would like everybody to know that oh my God. 
I am podcasting at uh, half mast because my tongue is totally <laughs> numb. Everything I've eaten has tasted weird. It my my mouth is really dry Jesus for some Christ. reason. This is easily the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and a lot of terrible things have happened to me. Okay, so uh, Roxanne is basically asleep. Reese has. Don't you his ever tongue. tell me that I'm asleep again? I will. 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 She will. I will. She will. Okay, and then. And then Reese is going to have his fucking tongue rot off, like halfway through this this episode. I'm the only one here who is both awake and not afflicted by some sort of gummy candy based affliction. It's gonna be great. We're gonna get that good content out there. The best Getting the content. best con- content. The, uh, the you know, it's a really good way to start a podcast. What's that? Apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. I, I apologize to both of you for gaming, for tweeting, for just embracing the term content like it's something that normal people call what they make. God, same. Nice. I've just totally internalized it. I now. have a lot of things to apologize for as well. I'm sorry to all the listeners that I'm so sexy and that I've never done anything wrong that I can apologize for. I feel really bad about it. And I'm also sorry that I snuck the hypnosis into this episode to make you eat pogs or something. Eat porks. Shoutouts to pogs. Shoutouts to porks. Shoutouts to porks. Anyway, let's get back on track. We have a lot of things to get through this episode, and I don't know if we're going to get to it if we keep on goofing around. This is a show free of goofs, by the way. No goofs. We've never made a joke in our lives. Free of goofs, free of anything but video game content. So we have a lot of things we could cover. So, Reese, you had a thing you wanted to cover for Far Cry 5? Yeah, just real quick. um, I know uh, that neither of you played Far Cry 5, but I enjoy the series well enough, even though every negative thing ever said about it is true. I, I do enjoy the kind of weird chaos in it, though. You know, I booted up a game a couple of days ago, and I just started at the intersection. And within five minutes, just like eight different acts, like separate acts of violence occurred, of just like vehicles crashing into each other, just a helicopter firing mm-hmm. missiles, a bear attack, people coming out of the woods with guns. And it's just like, that's just the normal game. It's just an open world game that's just like unmitigated chaos and i enjoy that one thing it was never going to be is a game with anything interesting to say (laughs) (laughs) about america (laughs) or religion or anything like that every single one of the games before it has been extremely dumb with unusually interesting villains for a video game well it's like and that for a video game is definitely the qualifier there um i think pagan man is probably the best best character i think pagan man actually has like a certain level of charisma the guy from this one joseph seed who's like basically the plot of the game is there's this cult in montana it's kind of like sort of christianish that you try to arrest the leader of the cult and they mm. just go on lockdown. They say it's the reaping or whatever. And they start ravaging the countryside for supplies. 
and you're basically there to liberate Montana like the white people there liberated Montana from who the Native Americans. Right. So basically, you know, I there's not like too much to say about it the actual plot, but I do there was an article by Holly Green from Paste Magazine and she had to me is kind of like the definitive statement and the article is called Far Cry 5 offers no insight into Christian fundamentalism. And the article starts out describing the basic theme of the game, which is us versus them as the kind of defining tone of American politics, creating this fear and pressure on all of us. Uh, She mentions uh, in Waypoint, there was this whole article showing that it was kind of like it's kind of privileged to be able to view American politics in that way. And the game does have interesting elements in its iconography, but it it doesn't go anywhere with it. It's not about anything, and there's no chance in the game to engage or empathize. And thus, there is, it says nothing. And the crux of what Far Cry 5 misses, uh, Holly argues, is that white America is already equipped with the tools for spiritual coercion and already uses them. And the fact uh, explains more about the sudden rise of the alt-right and violent conservatism than initially meets the eye. She kind of goes into her first-hand experience. She's a pastor's daughter who grew up in the backwoods of Washington State. And Far Cry 5 doesn't seem anything like the rural separatism that I grew up with, reading from the article now. I can see certain markers in the game that I'm supposed to understand as Christian, but they don't align with what I know from personal history. Rather, the game seems to base its portrayal of the father... Uh, which is the the guy you arrest and his acolytes on depictions of cults from pop culture, in turn influenced by John the Baptist of the 60s, where in a gentle, attractive leader gathers followers on the merit of their feel-good message and charismatic public speaking skills. Add to that a pair of yellow-tinted aviator frames, and you have a contemporary take on an old hippie prophet stereotype, a hipster David Koretsch. He's not exactly your average Christian preacher. Religious coercion and spiritual abuse, meanwhile, are one of the most common yet least talked about issues within conservative America. Looking at the history of the white Christian church gives insight not only into how it came to swing fundamentalist, but why it remains so popular despite its oppressive nature. Uh, evangelism, evangelism <laughs> at the roots of... Yes, I can talk. The roots of modern (laughs) fundamentalism can be traced back to the Southern Baptist Convention, which, despite its egalitarian roots, split off from the greater Baptist denomination in the 19th century in order to accommodate and justify slavery. And to me, that's kind of the, the boldest part there that I find to be extraordinarily true, is that it's a game that can't say anything meaningful because video games can't say anything meaningful about race. Otherwise, it would be like a total fucking meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> the conservatives yes. in that. And I, I just wanted to get kind of like your thoughts. There's more to the article. Um, I don't want to, uh, but it's it's a little bit long. Welcome to our article reading show. The show where we read articles for five hours. I, I think I've got something to add. I think that the cru- the crucial point here is that essentially... It is a product of its environment, so to speak. So Far Cry 
five, obviously a triple A game made by a huge dev team and an enormous publisher. And I think that in the triple A scene, more so than in any other corner of the gaming industry, games are not art, they are a product. Mm-hmm. And the further you get away from games as art, the less capable games are of being an art, the less capable it is of actually saying anything meaningful. <laughs> I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, and I think that there are artistic games that have said interesting things. Usually you have to download them from itch.io instead of Steam. It's They're very uncommon, but I have played, you know, I think of, I think Kitty Horror Show has like very interesting kind of like impressionistic Exactly, not in the woods. But the the whole thing I'm trying to argue is that this corporate structure of AAA gaming is exactly what would prevent it from like doing taking any risks whatsoever. Which, as a sort of, even though it's been around for like forty, fifty years, gaming as an industry is like still considered like fledgling because it's still not given like the sort of artistic respect other mediums are given because anytime people try to incorporate art uh, try to incorporate politics or like a broader message about society or anytime someone tries to read that from video games they get shouted down by the fucking man children living in their basement being like keep your politics out of my video games also i wish that just in general that uh the games are that uh, people were more welcoming to weird experimental garbage with video games. <laughs> like, I mean, that's just like a personal thing because, uh, hey, Boxerach, itch.io. Uh, but uh, the uh, thing is, is that uh, I just am a really big fan of like weird experimental and for the most part shitty video games <laughs> uh, where uh, it's just like. Like, I, I do a lot of stuff with puzzle script uh, when I made games, and unfortunately uh-huh. those days are just been a while. And the every video... If you played any, like, video game that was, like, had a budget of more than, like, $10 million for a console, then odds are it's completely interchangeable because it's a first-person shooter where you, uh, you know, you shoot with the R-trigger and everything's, like, it's just functionally the same game mechanically you know uh i agree wholeheartedly and you know i think like at its core you know a game is a hobby people play games for different reasons i don't think you're inherently a bad person for wanting to play interchangeable first person shooters I do. i'm not well, saying it's bad i'm just no, saying. I, I think well, that it is bad and i think the people who do are in fact bad and you well, should feel well, bad well, if you like Overwatch, I'm gonna fucking steal your lunch money. Yeah, that, that nerd. Listen, that that was implied. <laughs> that was implied, but I was trying to be gracious. But since it's out, yeah, uh, anybody who plays any game uh, are bad because video games are bad. The yes. worst thing. Incorrect. Yes, yes, yes. The weird game I made for the Starman.net uh, theory contest a couple of Halloweens ago, where it's about the uh, boss in Mother Three. That's just a big pile of garbage. Well, you. Uh, the uh, this is a forlorn junk heap has a rich private life or some shit. 
was the name of it. And it was my finest work that I've ever made in about half an hour. And I got <laughs> second place. Damn. I have a little badge on this forum I haven't really used since then. Well, you should link that, and we'll put it yeah. in the show notes. Oh, I, will, yeah. I will link my great itch.io bullshit, and I will also, uh, yeah. The, the final point I kind of want to make with all of this is that while there have been some successful games, like, touching on, like, certain interesting artistic elements, um, what I think is especially uh, a void in gaming is anything tackling race with anything approaching intelligence or grace. You know, the best, like, kind of bigger examples are nightmares like Bioshock Infinite or, like, the Deus Ex, the new Deus Ex games that are trying to equate being a cyborg with like being a minority, um, which fails for reasons that we won't dig into here. The only thing that like sort of works is Mafia 3, but only because it has a point of view on race, even though if it doesn't really engage or have any insight there either, at least it's like revolutionary to just have like a black man and his blackness be an element of it. Revolutionary new game feature. <laughs> a black man. That should be on the box. <laughs> that should be on the box back of like the box. You know how they've got like for Xbox games like co-op, single player, multiplayer, mm-hmm. black man. I, I well, that's probably and people will get angry and want Steam refunds once they find out about that. Probably. We, mm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna just I hate to go on a tangent, but we need to have more games with uh, like Sim style like. Uh, slider like uh meters where you have to make sure everything's uh at a decent level mm-hmm. we need to have that but i mean for the most weird asinine garbage like there's no hunger or thirst meter it's like hugs how many hugs have you had and not you... enough not enough not not enough from my father that's a slider <laughs> that's way down low uh, <laughs> approval uh... from parents <laughs> it's going into the red there french uh... fry intake French fry intake. Yeah, that's a good one. And if you've taken the racist trait, it's changed to freedom fry intake. <laughs> if you have to t- <laughs> the racist, uh, you take the racist class, like everything changes and just like employment meter, your employment meter is, is changed with like immigrants taking your job meter. Little did we know that this was going to turn into a game dev podcast. But... Yeah. Here we are. That was inevitable. We're we're, we're the sequel to Cool Games, Inc. Uh, Nick Robinson. (laughs) Get the fuck out. Uh, Well, well, that's unfortunate, because I was just about to surprise you guys with uh, (laughs) the guest show. (laughs) New guest (laughs) of the show, Nick Robinson. Back from his his Twitter exile to get angry that Samus is a woman. Yeah. Oh no! He wasn't Nick angry. Robinson. He was just a creep. He was he was uh, get sliding I, into people's DMs and being a he creep. He was just like fucking multi-track drifting into people's <laughs> DMs. It was creepy and bad. Yeah, and it's so sh- it's so fucking shitty because like there are so many things that they they were making with the the good boys McElroy, and it's just like, well, those are all gone now. Thanks, Nick. You perv. Well, no. The Gil, uh, Gil and Gilbert is one of the things they do on Polygon, and it's great because they had a stream where they did ASMR. Oh and, wow! Uh, it was great. 
We should do that. This that's what I I consider this podcast ASMR above all. I was, I'm, there's nothing stopping me from just like. I don't know if anyone can actually hear that. It's probably Dude, not even going to get picked up because I've got filters right on. Now, I heard you. We're going to move into our next segment. We're going to be reading out some comments left on Steam.com. On the original thing in the box full of comments. <laughs> <laughs> this it's is a new box. segment. This is a new segment called the Salt Mines, where we find salty things. Yeah, that uh, gamers have said, and that there's no salt more salty than the stink raised about a new game called BattleTech. We've spoken about it before, but there's more stuff. We still think it's funny, so we're still going to talk about it. Yes, Alton, can you tell the viewers how you found many of these comments you're about to read? Because I think that is oh. hilarious. So I first found out about it on Twitter, obviously. People like taking the best ones and screenshotting them and then sharing them because they're like, normal gamers are normal. And then I was like, I have to see this for myself. As an investigative journalist, I have to That's go... That's the one who documents jars, right? Yeah, journalist. Provides all the hot scoops on jars. Anyway, I scoop continue. the hottest objects into jars, including exactly. my own piss. Anyway, <laughs> just putting that in there. I'm gonna fight you in the street, but continue. You're gonna what? Fight you in the street. Oh, cool, awesome. Anyway, I looked at the BattleTech page and I just was like, hmm, negative reviews, and then I just searched for the word gender. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's uh it's excellent. Yeah. It's really it's really normal how people get so bent out of shape about them adding like one option in character creation that there is like a contingent of people just trying to review bomb it for that. My favorite thing are people who are like Oh man, they managed to, they made it so, you know, they have the fucking they pronouns and whatever, but the game isn't optimized because I'm not able to run it on my ThinkPad from 1864. I would like to read the first one, Alton, if I may. You may. From William. Unfinished piece of heart, 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 blanked out word, cuss word, game, with the <laughs> graphics of games from the early 2000s. All the backstory seems well-made and great, but lacking in gameplay just makes it a tragic experience. New paragraph. Also, these clowns haven't noticed that there is only two genders! Exclamation point. And I, to me, one of my favorite things in online is switching the caps in the second half of a sentence for emphasis. So thank you, William. To be fair, like half the thing is, is that changing like set like the caps in a sentence to like the moment you're about to say something vile, rather than like just having it like being in all caps or all properly capitalized, is garbage. You have to be like me and just like capitalize midway through one of the final words in the sentence because <laughs> you get really excited. I respect that. That's Honestly, grammar. though, what I what I respect the most is typing in all caps. I agree. It's the only way to type, as far as I'm concerned. And the only reason I don't do it to Alton and Roxanne constantly is because they've threatened to block me and report me. 
I have not done such a thing. I just politely ask for you to use your inside voice when you're talking to me online. Fair enough. I've already blocked and reported Reese. This conversation has uh, he have never actually been able to hear him during You've this been entire. You've your way pretty great throughout this entire convo. Yeah, I know, right? I've I can't hear Reese, and it's been a it's been a guessing game trying to think of what he might be talking about. But I know Reese pretty well, so. It, let me know how I'm doing in the comments. I mean, even before he blocked me, he never listened to me. So it's <laughs> yeah. Now, it, right now, crazy. Reese is saying I never listened to him. That's true. That's my guess. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I got on. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. What's the most funny one? Um, the funniest one I want to save for last, maybe. I do. Can I read applied for refund? Sure. Applied for refund. There's a much longer detailed review here, but Steam did not allow me to post it. <laughs> I may consider buying the game for a very low, abysmally low price from a key seller. From my point of view, the amount of political correctness present here kills the game, kills the franchise, goes directly against a very important part of Battletech narration. You take the story out by warping it, it so it's not really a story, but a list of progressive feats. What's left is pretty repetitive <laughs> battles and it's like what the fuck is warframe like like i thought the i thought we were talking about warframe this entire time like i'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't care about this game then bought the game specifically to hate review it pretty much i mean all these reviews that are like under two hours are under two hours because they can get a steam refund after, after like before two hours of gameplay and here's the here's one of my favorites Oh, there's a lot to unpack here, but I'm just going to dig right in. This comes to us from Molestia. I am already rough to just the worst imaginable start. Like, you're, you're starting with the fucking Jason obliterating your go-kart. Continue. <laughs> it would be an okay game for me, but is full of SJW garbage. Not a single white male char main character. Not a single one. Wow. Thanks, Obama. 37 hours. <laughs> 37 found, hours, yeah. Are you implying we found Jordan Peterson's Steam account? <laughs> Jordan Peterson, understandably, is a uh, horny brony from 2015. <laughs> yeah. We live in the darkest timeline, and every day I pray amazing. for the sweet release of death. Oh. That would, oh, I'm just going to try and like come up with something that Jordan Peterson say. Spike is represent in the series represents the average male's consistent humiliation and degradation in the series. They don't take him seriously. They constantly make fun of him. And at one point, Twilight Sparkle tries to replace him with an owl. An owl. That's not even as close to being as cool as a lobster. I'm gonna post it on YouTube. I, 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 I hate myself because of how much I recognize. Of like, <laughs> you made me go into like kind of like a Matrix or like Highlander quickening sequence where I remembered all of my uh, high school shame. <laughs> and uh, yeah, fuck you. You're welcome. Anyway, I wanted um, to read out one last review. It's been a. It's it's. This is probably the best one. I don't know if someone else wants to take the honors. Who would you like to read? I, it, I would. I would like. To, I would love to read it. Go ahead. From Nikki Enters Shadow. <laughs> not recommended 2.6 hours on record. Quote, 
they, unquote. Eight people found this review helpful. Two people found this review funny. <laughs> the thing is, is that if that was like, the thing is, is that that's most of my posts are just like a picture of like a pronoun, like in that tense. And then like a picture of fucking Kirby. So it's just like, it's just like they, and then an ellipsis that goes on for like three line breaks. Oh, and uh, it's just a picture of like Waddle So are you proposing that this guy could possibly be upset that Battletech does not feature Kirby? Yes, absolutely. Because I'm upset, I'm upset about upset. that. Now. I'm upset by this news. Like this is just this is news to me. This is bullshit. I can't believe they didn't put Kirby in the Battletech game. Fucking, they just zero out of ten. Don't is buy Steam, it. Is there Steam Workshop support? Can we put Kirby in the game? I don't think so. Oh, God we damn it. Garbage. To, we We'd have to we hack it. Kirby. Look, Video the funniest games are thing, the worst thing on Earth. They are. But look, the funniest thing about this review by uh, Nikki Anator Shadow is that they played it for 2.6 hours. They didn't get a fucking Steam refund. 40 bucks. Eat it, bitch. <laughs> you just pouring 40 bucks to own the libs. Good job, man. Good good job. I mean, the game has been... I like to imagine that he was like, he set a timer, but he was actually enjoying himself a lot, and he was like, yeah, five more minutes. And then he uh, just kept going, though. He just kept going and going until eventually he checked the time, and he was like, over two hours left, and he just rage left did a good review. So, Reeves left it a uh, this review. Just to confirm, I looked it up. Valve will, upon request, issue a refund for any reason if the request is made within 14 days or the title has been played for less than two hours. Sucks to stu- suck, Nikki. <laughs> I'm going to see if he's played it anymore. Nah, I, that's a fresh screenshot. Ah, oh, fresh. Okay. Hot off the uh, Right pressings. off the vines. Like pizza rolls right out of the microwave. Right out of the oven. What's funny is that this campaign to review bomb it and to like freak out about it has done absolutely nothing to affect its sales. It ex- like a huge hit. Um, it's still mostly positive on Steam. And it just like goes to show that these like little hissy fits that they throw, like the white supremacist boycott Star Wars... Is that like it just doesn't matter at all? It's like ninety nine percent of people just like do not pay attention to these idiots, and <laughs> and it just is either successful or no, not successful based on you know whatever the whims of Steam marketplace and whatever else is out comes out. Um, so I, I I find it to be extremely funny the way that these people are like we're gonna exercise the power of the gamer. We're gonna review. We're gonna bomb. tap into the power of the gamer. We've done Just, it. They've tapped into a. We've ascended. Our, they've tapped into a raw vein of insulanium, and they're making it work for all its might. They found a uh, pillar of uh, it underground. Uh, praise be to the miners. And uh, the issue is, though, is that eventually they mined too deep. They got too greedy, and uh, just led to hell. Pretty much. And, well, a portal opened and Ian Miles Chong came out. Oh, I was boy. saying, I don't understand any of these great Twitter references, but I'm really glad you guys are having a good time. I am really, I really, I'm kind of jealous that you as a person do not know who fucking Ian Miles Chong is. 
He's the guy who everyone inexplicably associates with ants, right? It's not inexplicably. His house is full of ants, and he has posted pictures on Twitter of like his house like crawling with ants. And he said that ants were coming out of his toilet. <laughs> he Fuck said, yeah, dude. "Yeah." So he is the ant man of Twitter. I mean, he's running out of places to store all those ants. He has to, you know, get like a unit for them. Yeah, I mean, he would honestly, it's free ants. He could have like a little, one of those little, I don't remember what they're called. but like farm? Oh yeah, just an ant farm. Just have like an ant farm in your house. Just convert all of your windows into ant farms. Everywhere. All windows are ant farms now. Everywhere except like just right around his gaming PC, or is it just like a fifteen foot high pile of dirt where the ants live? <laughs> just, just a massive ant farm. So I love this edition of Salt Mine. Um, I look forward to bringing it back. Nothing is funnier than gamers who are mad at the video games <laughs> that they play. Nothing is more appreciated by us than gamers who are like. It's about their artistic freedoms. And then they it's just get their... so red mad nude online whenever there's like even an this is such like a token nod to like non-binary people. <laughs> but it's just it's just so funny because they're just losing their shit that like one slider. I mean, I don't even know what the rest of the story of this game is. I'm probably never going to buy it or play it cuz I I don't I don't strategy. Again, I thought it was Warframe. My understanding is that there's there is an element like the different nations of Earth, you know, in the far flung future, each have their own mechs. So that means that there is uh, a certain level of diversity baked into the lore, which I think fuels some of the comments here. They are certainly the most mad about anything trans-related, but that doesn't mean that the old vanilla standby of racism isn't isn't cooking cooking hot. There is not there is nothing hotter in the gamer's kitchen than the kettle full of racism. Amen. Same same for our kitchen. That, that's what we love. Our kitchen. We don't. We we keep all the racism in our factory. True. We, true. We, uh, we we found out that women respecting juice is an adequate substitute. I don't know why that joke is so funny to me. Women respecting juice. Women respecting juice. I don't understand any memes now, but that was one of them for a while. <laughs> I'm gonna look this up. Women, women respecting juice. Respect. Me. You drink it so you respect women. <laughs> that was one of the. <laughs> I found it. Yeah, just, um, just, just be sure to make this it. This will be the, the fucking cover of the podcast. For those, for those who are uh, wondering about what uh, the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen, it is a professional wrestler who appears to be shotgunning. Uh, about four or so cans of uh, what I believe is Pabst Blue Ribbon. However, the Pabst Blue Ribbon is labeled Respecting Women Juice, and the man is labeled me. This this was going to absolutely be <laughs> one of these. is going to be the cover. <laughs> no, the re- replace women with Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might we might be able to get that done. 
We'll, okay, we'll, we'll talk to our techs. All right, let's move on to our next topic. So we've kind of touched on this. We could either talk... What do you, what do you want to talk about? We could talk about the Sonic 2 about capitalism, a serious analysis by H. Bomber guy, or we can talk about Space Station 13. I don't know anything about Space Station 13. I know I pitched it earlier, oh. but only now do I realize that I don't know dick about this. <laughs> well, we we can we can just have a a, a space a space spaked a space station 13 conversation. That's fair. Well, I don't know anything about it either, so it will be I mean, a Sam. very short conversation. Well, okay. just you you've played it. I yeah, have. but it was on the weird server that wasn't good. It was on the Vor server. Yeah, the, the Vor server. The Vor server is... Is not reflective of the Space Station <laughs> experience. I mean, it is and it isn't. I feel in, like... In, 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 it, it's very reflective of a specific thing. Like It shows like what you can do if you believe hard enough and uh, what you can do with an atmospheric uh, simulation game. Well, Roxanne, can you give us a an overview for the people who don't know what Space Station 13 is. Space Station 13 is, at its core, a game about uh, you're in a space station, and you work in, you know, one of the various departments on the space station, such as engineering, or botany, or robotics, and all the other ones are for cowards. Oh, except for clown. You can be a clown in it, and that's really, really good. Uh, But, uh, what you do in it is you just work in you know the space station and you do your space station job, and uh, someone it's a bit like Trouble in Terrorist Town in the sense that someone has chosen to be an adjective, or an antagonist. I'm sorry, uh, someone just shared an extremely good image in the chat that is distractingly <laughs> fucking sa- it's a Sailor Moon drinking a bottle labeled respecting trans women. I thought I thought uh, you should have let me finish. I'm sorry. I had a great idea. I was going to go and describe like how it's basically Trouble in Terrorist Town, but with worse graphics and also a video game. But no, you go around sharing these really, really great respecting women memes. <laughs> we, uh, you, you can still make the analogy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just Trouble in Terrorist Town, but with good graphics. And uh, it's also a video game and not just kind of an exercise in getting yelled at by people who are over-invested in Gary's mod. It is definitely, in some ways, stretches the definition of of what a game is. But I yeah, think it's, it, it's amazing in the same vein because of just the amount of chaos that comes from... It's like Dwarf Fortress in the sense that it's like UI-wise extremely inaccessible, but is extremely good for generating stories. As we found is that there's different servers with different levels of seriousness. Um, the one I always played was the Something Awful server, which is just, it's just like anything goes so long as it's funny. So you couldn't just kill people. But if you killed people with a pie filled with cyanide, filling and you threw it from very far away and it's that's got like funny a 360 no scope with poisonous pie exactly that's that's funny and uh and it's just the amount of systems and the depths in it you know you can do genetic engineering you can uh, hack a medical robot so instead of healing the sick it injects the sick with lsd you can which just is grow- by the way I have, uh, if, if you're listening, uh, Denver Healthcare System, I do have some uh, ideas for you. I really think it's going <laughs> to change the game. Uh, just, you know, be sure to email me. 
uh, PayPal me $10 for uh, buying drugs. Uh, yeah. And then there's the VOR server. It's like all the other, has all the other Space Station 13 stuff. You can just grow weed in the botany labs. Or it has like a very robust VOR system programmed into it specifically for the VOR crowd. Yeah. And uh, I'm just glad that that exists. I feel that that is an important, <laughs> is an important I mean, detail. <laughs> an important detail I mean, to understanding what Space Station 13 is, is everything to everybody and Space nothing Station to no one at the same time. Everyone, including people who have more, even more powerful opinions about centaurs than me. I mean, and there are, all those people are on the Space Station 13 VOR server. Gonna redo every one of these these um, respecting women memes, but just say centaurs, and then <laughs> me. You know what? You're right. I, I I respect that. I was initially like my opinions on tars were like I don't get it. Now it was like I don't get it, but they're valid. But centaurs are bullshit. And now I realize that like I still really don't fucking understand them, but they're all valid. And also the brave <laughs> fucking Little Mermaid is his tar. Oh, that's a woke take. The that fish, is, tar. fish tar. Is the fucking Ariel from the Little Mermaid is a tar. Don't at me. Actually, extremely at me. All of you cowards out there in the fucking <laughs> viewing land, you at me. It's it's at snug crow one word on Twitter, and you try and debate me on this. I will, I will, I will, I will probably just get kind of nervous because of strangers <laughs> interacting with me online. But it'll be great. <laughs> well, uh, we would like to plug Roxanne's new podcast, Fighting About Fish Tars. <laughs> Fighting Fish Tars. <laughs> Fighting Fish Tars is my favorite 90s anime. <laughs> With Roxanne and co host Roxanne. You. Yes, oh. co host me, guest starring Alton as the voice of the fish tar. Hello, yes. for the, for the narrative fish segments. Tar. I no, do okay. Alton, now, do Jordan Peterson as a fish tar. Oh my god! Young, 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 young guppies. They come up to me and and they say, <laughs> hey. "I didn't think this joke through all the way. I just kind <laughs> of thought of the noun replacement for young men." But young guppies yeah. come up to me all the time and they say that they're being eaten by fish, and that's not. That's just our society doesn't respect them. And doesn't give them a place to hide from the fish. It's like, young man, clean up your seafloor. You clean up your anemone. Clean your oh, anemone no. right now. No one's gonna clean your anemone for you. The bottom half of my body represents the fish of chaos. <laughs> I'm sold. I'm posting all of these. Jordan Peterson impersonations as real. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. like here's what we got to do. We got to get a waveform, and we got to have like a uh, important, meaningful quotes from Jordan Peterson, <laughs> and fucking Alton, just talking in the really, really good Jordan Peterson voice about like, hey, centaurs, y'all. Yes, Jordan Peterson destroys fish tars. Hear me out. Hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. I really hate to keep on like beating the dead horse here, but no pun intended. <laughs> Jordan P. Tarson. Ooh. 
I think we have found our epilogue to this bit. I will shatter your limbs upon the wheels of logic. All four of them because you are a horse. <laughs> well, uh, for the last ten minutes, can I? Can we bring up the GTA 4 thing real quick? Sure. What's up with that? In GTA 4, and it's not a big deal on its own, but it feeds into my conspiracy theory. Um, in GTA 4, they just patched the game to remove some David Bowie songs and some other uh, songs from the Russian stations. And they tried to put other songs in to kind of balance it out, but, you know, good David Bowie songs are, are tough to replace. Um, and I remember something similar happening to Alan Wake where the game went down for like a month because they oh, lost yeah. the rights to the music and they had like, they brought it back on with like some different music, some with the rights restored. Um, and what I think what a lot of people don't kind of realize or like fully put into their brain is that the games that we get on steam, etc., are licensed to us. We do not own these games. And at any time Gabe Newell can decide that we don't deserve them and just <laughs> pull the plug on our on our gaming experience. And I, I feel like the doomsday apocalypse for gamers is coming sooner sooner than we think. Well, I just wanted to know what you guys think of this. Do you do you feel the doomsday clock of gamers, like the, the sword of Damocles hanging <laughs> above your head? The, <laughs> no, I don't actually, but only because I store like you see, I have, like, a completely cool and good, like, you know, neurotypical brain, which is like, hey, you have a bunch of old IDE drives lying around. Why don't you fill them up with, you know, just kind of, like, extraneous information and books and video games that you like and just kind of have them scattered about the floor of your room because you're lazy. <laughs> so are you saying that you are a doomsday prepper gamer? I am, yes, basically. Now that I think about it, data hoarding, which is an extremely noble thing to do, Holy is shit. basically cyber prepping. I really need to just stop for a second because I've just come up with a new concept. So you know how InfoWars extremely caters to like the doomsday prepper crowd by like selling brain pills and like water filters and shit like that? Preach. We need to create our own line of products, which are for gaming doomsday preppers we're like selling Hell yeah. this new tropic will raise your gaming game up by at least 300 percent take a picture a look at this picture this is me three months ago this is me today as you can see i'm 35 percent redder as you can see i'm 35 percent redder because of how hard i've been gaming i got out of breath because of an intense Overwatch sesh. I didn't used to have heated gaming moments ever. Now I have them at least once, twice, three times a day, folks. And that's my guarantee to you. If you take my heated gaming pills, your game will heat up. You will not be able to go for five minutes without screaming the N-word at some 12-year-old across the pond. I mean, the thing is about that is that the premise for, uh, you know, kind of like a uh, over-the-counter drug... Uh, that enhances your gaming experience. The issue with that is that that's most drugs. Yeah, all drugs like do that. Like most drugs, like you could just like like just drink a bunch of caffeine, or you know, just uh, get vape with caffeine in it and nicotine, and just kind of you know just uh, destroy your body uh, over the course of like twelve hours because you're <laughs> going through you know maybe a rough time and you know maybe you have to listen to you know the entire Waypoint Radio backlog. And, uh, yeah. 
we have this great new product coming in for our gamers. It's uh, something guaranteed to make your gaming sessions just a lot more chill, a lot more blissed out. It's called heroin. <laughs> Buy our hero our gamer brand heroin at the store. It's this cut. This is seventy five percent to strychnine. Ten percent heroin, fifteen percent bone. Concentrated powder. power of will. Yeah, and then and then we so just nothing. we use like old gamer grub. You remember gamer grub? We're gonna put I that. I do remember gamer oh grub. We're gonna use that expired baggies of gamer grub and mix it with heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really the food of the future. Is just like you're not allowed to leave your pod where. You know, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna have a pretty good take right now. Lunchables. Mm-hmm. They're Already basically soylent, but good. Interesting take. Gamer Thank grub. You, what were you gonna say, Reese? Give us your wisdom. I was just gonna say that uh, gamer grub mixed with heroin is absolutely <laughs> what we're all gonna be subsisting on. <laughs> um, there's gonna be a hamster bottle, just like with. That that crap oozing out of it. We're never going to be allowed. To <laughs> our ten by twelve cell. Um, that's one wall of which is just a giant screen for gaming. Uh, the east wall is where uh, an advanced in, ventilation system, so you can vape all day. That Damn. the the west wall is the other screen where Ian Miles Chong. Uh, Gives you constant propaganda messages, like it's from V V from Vendetta. But the problem is, he constantly contradicts himself within like a twenty-four hour basis. By the way, Gamer Grub is still around. I didn't think it would be, but it's still available. You can buy it on Amazon. I want to know the Gamer gr- the Game Grub flavors. Oh boy! All right, fine. I'll read out the Gamer Grub flavors to you. They have PB and J. Gross. They have barbecue. Gross. They have pizza. Sin. And s'mores. Sin. That's 75% gross. S'mores are probably good, but then look at, like, they're just all balls. They're just different colored balls. The PB&J is what's gross to me. <laughs> the PB&J? That is especially vile. The thing vile. Is, is that s'mores is kind of the antithesis to gamer grub is the issue. Gamer grub is for people who, you know, just are indoors and, you know, they don't have friends they can cook with. So, you know, they just kind of, you know, eat like a Ziploc pouch full of uh, raisins or whatever gamer grub is. S'mores, <laughs> on the other hand, is the true prol and prim uh, uh, fucking snack of the ages. You just go, <laughs> and, you know, go out camping with your bros and, you know, you just make some s'mores and, you know, maybe kiss and it's great. Making s'mores is really the opposite of being a gamer because you're outside, and because you're playing with fire, you are actually living life to the fullest. Some people were talking about it in one of my uh, cool trans leftist uh, discords I'm in, and mm. uh, they were talking about it a while ago. Gamer milk. It's oh, milk, gross. but caffeinated and carbonated. Oh my fucking god. That is what I come. and on that bombshell i think it's about time (laughs) so roxanne the people of the internet can you repeat your twitter where they can find you and check out your excellent brand please send me kind messages 
Don't, Snub- don't send me mean rent messages. I'm sorry about yelling earlier. You send me like, I don't know, like cool pictures of horseshoe crabs or perhaps like accessible Vaporwave album covers. Be nice. supportive to Roxanne. Alton, where can we find you? I'm at 8alton8 on Twitter, where you can find all my great content, like me reposting all of the memes that we found here today. <laughs> um, or you can find me on youtube.com. Just search for uh, Alton Plays, and I should be the first result. And I can be found on Twitter at your very good bud, which is true. I am your very good bud. It's true. And, I can confirm. And uh, this podcast also has a Twitter, which is at VGATWTOE. Vigatwo, where we have two tweets. Um, <laughs> ch- check it out. Uh, there's a lot of it. <laughs> Great content. So I think that does it. Um, thank you, Roxanne, so much for joining us. Yeah, it was great. No problem. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. I had a cool time talking with my uh, pals. I'm sorry for, uh, you know, holding off on, you know, my uh, main play of, uh, you know, tilting it toward talking about centaurs. I was hoping for the halfway mark, but you know what? You know, like 75% uh, mark is good, too. It was a great tar talk, which should be the name of tar the talk, podcast. Tar talk, it's the name of the upcoming <laughs> podcast. Look out for that on, to see for the, look for the announcement on uh, Roxanne's Twitter, and we will see you next time. Peace. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, nerds.